Well, Packers fans, you knew there'd be days like this. The Green Bay Packers fall in a somewhat uncompetitive game to the Detroit Lions. Yes, there was a bit of hope there in the second half and a bit of a comeback, a fleeting moment where it felt like momentum was on the Packers' side until Quay Walker decided, hey, I'm going to jump over this dude and run up and do it while uh, completely ignoring the fact that you're not allowed to do that. So it's frustrating. It's a frustrating game, no question about it. But the overarching narrative coming out of this contest is the Packers were not only just punched in the mouth, they were just outplayed, outcoached, out everything, desire, wanted, physicalness, everything. Any aspect of the game, the Detroit Lions were better. There is zero doubt about that. And I, I could go on and on about all of the coaching decisions and game plans that, you know, are mystifying to me. But you guys don't give a shit about what I would do. I mean, it's about what they do. And Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry and Rich Basaccia keep doing the same shit over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Why? I have no idea. But that's what played out today. Rich Basaccia was supposed to be this great beacon of hope when it comes to special teams, and they have gotten progressively worse throughout this season. You look at the defense and Joe Barry continuously putting two down linemen when a team is running with the king lead in the second half. And no, by all means, please march the length of this field. Gets a uh, inexplicably gets a finally gets a stop and uh, near the goal line, and then decides, you know, now I'm going back to my two man front. I don't, I don't need to stop the run to allow the Lions just waltz into the end zone. I and then Matt, I mean, how on God's green earth do you come into this game thinking, yeah, the plan is we're going to come out chucking it for Jesus, we're going to do these long developing routes. Five-man protections, and we're just going to let Jordan go downtown right out the gate. What has led you to think that you're up for that challenge? What about Jordan's game in particular, but the entire offense makes you think that, yeah, you know what? We're going to come out, we're going to throw it, and these guys are going to run 15, 20-yard routes, and we're going to be able to hold up in protection against a front that just completely owned us last year with David Bakhtiari on the field. Now we don't have David. We've got Rashid Walker in there, who, hey, credit to Walker. He battled, but he had a rough game. I, I just don't understand how you don't play some boring-ass football out the gate to get into a rhythm. Simple shit like, hey, just run the ball. I mean, you got Aaron Jones back, but you threw it 100 times before, you know, I guess it was like, what, 14-3 to three before we got our first running play? I just don't understand what they're seeing and thinking when it comes to their approaches to these games where they're operating as if they have a veteran season squad and they have a bunch of young guys who are coached to, I guess, I don't know, to do anything that's in resembling cohesion together. I mean, Rasul, you talk about a rough game right out of the gate. Those first two drives where Rasul set the tone. And why is it that the Packers keep slipping on Lambeau Field? Lions seem to have fine footing all night. Kept seeing Packers slip again. Where are the long cleats, guys? Also, you talk about the differences. You talk about physicality. You talk about physicality married with passion. But you also talk about physicality married with passion 
and good technique, good solid football. That's Dan Campbell's team. The Packers are all over the map. There's no cohesion. There's no physicalness. There's no passion. It's hard to watch. It is definitely hard to watch two weeks in a row. It's a minor miracle this team is sitting at two and two, but they are. There's a long way to go, and there's a long time until the next game. So we'll see what kind of changes get made. I doubt very many of them do. I know Matt was a little heated in his postgame presser, told Pete his question was BS. Ooh. Whatever. Um, yeah, it's uh, they got their they got their ass handed to them by a team that's much better than them at this moment. But that's all it is. It's this moment. We'll see how this team evolves over the course of the season. But yeah, that's a team that uh, was not ready for prime time in any legit sense. Uh, hello to everybody. So good to see so many people already mixing it up. Bunch of super chats to get to. Um, really appreciated everybody on the live chat during the game today. It was a lot of really good discourse, but it never got stupid. It never got vulgar or uh, insensitive, which, by the way, <laughs> I've seen happen, especially in games where the Packers have gotten blown out. But the crowd tonight on Watch Party was awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, Mimsy starting us off with a super chat. Thank you, buddy. Young team, but not young coaches. Disappointing. I think you're nailing it on the head there, Mimsy. I said that earlier this year. I said that after the Atlanta game. I understand a young team. I understand a team that's learning to win or whatever other you know phrases we want to throw out there. But there's a veteran coaching group that keeps putting their players in bad situations. I mean, that's point blank. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, Minzy. Tommy, thanks for the super chat, man. We knew there would be growing pains. I love seeing the fight from the... From the last two weeks, I hated it, but I have faith in this young squad. Tom, I'm, I hear you, man. I, I love the players. I love the promise. I don't understand what the thinking is around some of the decisions from the coaching staff. But, yeah, I'm with you. They are very young. They are learning as they go. And there are going to be growing pains. There are going to be tough moments. No question about it. I will say, I do agree with what Matt said in his postgame presser when he was talking about you know, the fight they showed in the second half, that's legit. And like I said earlier, there was a moment where it was like, okay, game on. And then it was over after Quay Walker got the penalty. Ben, thanks for the super chat, man. What is the most concerning part of this game in your eyes? Honestly, I mean, it's really disconcerting to me how how much the Packers just look like a team that just has no interest in hitting anybody. And I talk about that on the offensive as well as the defensive side. You know, there's a physical aspect of football that the best teams enjoy and embrace. I don't see that from the Packers at all. I mean, yes, look at the lines in that second half. They got a couple of penalties, a couple, you know, hits that were flagged, whatever. But, Len, if you're Dan Campbell, you absolutely take that. You got guys that love to hit, love to fly to the ball, have an attitude about it, arrive in a bad mood, want to separate you from the football, want to bury you in the fucking dirt. That's a football team. Matt's team, eh, I don't know. Hitting seems like a suggestion. And if I see one more fucking running play from an opposing team where a Packer or even two Packers hit the ball carrier at the line of scrimmage, 
or two or three yards past the line of scrimmage. And the ball carrier ends up getting three, four, even five more yards after contact. I am going to blow a gasket. That's not a tough team. That's not a team that has any interest in the physical aspects of the game of football. It's so disheartening. And it does. It takes your heart out. And that's that's just us watching it. Imagine being on the field and watching that again and again and again. And Joe doesn't help anything in this regard because he keeps playing this passive bullshit. I don't know, man. I don't know. Portmaster, what's up, man? Matt said firmly about the run D, something's got to change. Get the message to him like Holmgren to White. Matt, this is God. Two down linemen don't work. Yeah, okay, Portmaster, I'm glad you brought this up. Yes, Matt said something's got to change. Remember what he said after the Atlanta game? You saw it. We got manhandled. It was embarrassing or whatever he said, but it was like, oh, yeah, oh, well, that's not acceptable. Well, seemed acceptable tonight. I don't know, man. I get he's emotional, and I get he's right. Something has to change, but nothing ever fucking changes. So, great, dude. Yeah, something's got to change. Change it. You're the head coach. Demand different. Hell, I don't even want you to I don't even want to say demand better. Man, just demand different. Because what you're doing now, again and again and again, is getting your ass kicked. Abdul, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Aaron, bum, we got to deal with the awful game for 10 days. What's the biggest reason for the slow starts? Is it just love being young? No, tonight it was Matt's approach to this game. It blows my mind how he came out into this game saying, yeah, we're just going to throw it downfield against this team. I, I have no idea what he was thinking. None. Zero. The fact that they didn't run the ball until, like, what, their third offensive drive is absolutely mind-blowing to me. And then he said it after the game. We got to run the ball better. It helps take pressure off your quarterback. No shit. Maybe try that from the start. Blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John, thanks for the Super Chat. Can you give us one reason why Jones isn't utilized? I hope everyone noticed. I did not bitch about Aaron Jones' lack of usage tonight. I'm turning over a new leaf. I said I wasn't going to, and I didn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised that Aaron Jones wasn't used a ton tonight, simply because he was coming back from the hamstring. I know there was the report late in the first half where he had a wrap on his leg. Um, you know, they're still dealing with him coming back from that. 
I know he's on a pitch count. Um, and, and hey, also shout out AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon has some nice runs tonight. I mean, no one's going to want to talk about it, but AJ had some really nice runs tonight where he was again hit as he literally just after he got the ball and he bounced off guys. He made people miss. He had a nice, he had a nice spin move at one point and he gained positive yardage. That's an improvement over what we've from what we've seen, right? But yeah, the Aaron Jones stuff, it's the it's coming back from injury. Like, you know, and I, I know people are gonna joke, well, how could you tell? Like we, they don't utilize him even when he's healthy. And you know what? That's a fair joke. <laughs> I got I got no comeback for it. But yeah, tonight it didn't surprise me. Joshua, thanks to the super chat, man. LaFleur bought into that PFF O line ranking. <laughs> that's outstanding joshua gold star uh tyler if you're watching can you clip that because that's perfect that's amazing andrew thanks to super chat man teams and safeties were my number one concerns this year well andrew i mean safeties i don't know man i know you know they gave up some stuff tonight but ford had the interception ford made a couple other nice plays and savage was in the backfield a couple times like yeah, I don't, I don't see the safeties as, like, the number one problem tonight. Abdul, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Do you see Nyman or Walker playing left tackle against Vegas? The fact that they didn't put Nyman in at any point was surprising to me. But, yeah, most likely Walker. They'll continue to let him grow. I thought he had a re- well, maybe not a really tough night, but I thought, yeah, well, not great stuff out there. But then again, I mean, who did? I mean, I think they played better in the second half. There's no doubt. But I also think, uh, you know, Detroit wasn't trying to attack them the exact same way. Tommy, thanks for the Super Chat. I know they decided not to try, but do you think they even thought about establishing the run this week? No. I do think they just saw on tape that the Lions were really good against the run and said, well, you know what? We're just going to go out and we're going to throw it, which I think is a major mistake. Like, I understand it's going to be tough sledding. I understand you're not going to get... You're not going to be ripping off seven yards of carry or whatever, but man, you got to help your young quarterback. I look, guys. And Tommy, this is obviously not you. I know you're on my side here, but I remember when Aaron was in town, and I kept saying, like, you got to run the ball to help your aging quarterback. Well, now it's you got to help run the ball to help your young quarterback. Like it helps your quarterback. That's what the thing that everyone seems to miss about my obsession with running the football it's not because i'm a neanderthal it's not because i want to see guys get three yards in a cloud of dust even if they do which will happen sure it takes pressure off your quarterback and it opens up other avenues and aspects of your game a fact that matt admitted in the post-game press conference which makes it all the more frustrating when he comes out and is pistol or his gun or whatever and has jordan trying to sling it all over the place against that defense against that front it blows my mind blows my mind uh mimsy thanks for the super chat matt lafleur hot seat burner set to simmer no not even close not yet a lot of ball game left justin thanks for the super chat thursday night and gold package equals too many lions fans oh brother you ain't lying Vex, thanks to the Super Chat, man. This performance was a classic Matt LaFleur letdown game. They are getting old regardless of the youth. I mean, it's the same pattern as last year, right? You get that big overtime victory against the Cowboys and come out short week Thursday night at home against a team that's just more physical. 
and they punch you in the mouth and they take one from you. That's what happened tonight. And even worse, it's a division game. I hear you, man. Godsmack, thanks for the super chat. After that Thursday night turd, my biggest problem was the outrageous number of Lions fans. As traditional as we are, not a good look for prime time. Well, you know, the NFL didn't do him any favors putting the Lions in the second home game, uh, which automatically equates to gold package. Um, look, I talk my shit about the gold package. They have been better as a group since, actually, since Matt got in town. Um, but yeah, the night games and the NFL putting this at night for a gold package game. The NFL doesn't care that it's gold package, right? They're just... This is when the Packers are going to play whoever that second, you know, home game, whatever. It's just in the list of their in schedule, right? So they don't care about the whole gold package situation. But yeah, if it's a night game and it's gold package, it's going to be a lot of opposing fans. That's just the way it is. Because for those of you who don't know, because I get asked all the time, I always assume everyone knows, but I know they don't. Um, gold package is the group from Milwaukee. They have you know, the remnants of when the Packers used to split games between Green Bay and Milwaukee. Uh, these are the Milwaukee ticket holders who had those games taken away. They were given two games a year uh, by Bob Harlan, which I think makes all the sense in the world. I totally understand why he did it. Um, and they always get the second and fifth home games of the season. Um, and I believe if I'm right, if I remember right, I think the next one is the Chargers game. But uh which would be great because that's the one Corey Lindsay, Corey Lindsay will be at. And he's the one who confirmed to me that the Packers themselves understand, uh, the players understand that the gold package is always a little more subdued, a little more reserved. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Robert, thanks for Super Chat. How vanilla is savage? Does not want to get dirty. Ooh, ooh, I don't know, Robert, man. I We've seen him be pretty damn physical these last three weeks. I know tonight he was a little up and down, but... I don't know. It's always treacherous ground to say a dude, you know, doesn't want to get dirty, doesn't want to stick his nose in there, whatever. When I've seen him do it plenty of times. So I don't know, man. I mean, I get it. he's not a world beater. He's not all pro, but I'm not ready to go that far. Vex, thanks again, man. RAS tells you nothing about a player's physicality, which is why we're here. Oh, Vex with the sweeping generalizations tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's always fun to watch the generalizations that fly after a win versus the generalizations that fly after a loss. Chris, thanks to Super Chat, man. Lions already went through their growing pains last year. Pack will hit their stride this year and 2024. Well, you hope so. You really hope so. Um, I don't see a team that's trending towards being a physical, well-coached, disciplined team. Even when the Lions were getting beat, they were still physical and well-coached. There's a difference. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat. With Bakhtiari out, what are our options? Well, most likely Rashid Walker for the rest of the way, which Matt somewhat reiterated in his post-game presser. Um, and maybe Yash Nyman, who's done it before. John, thanks again, buddy. Small win kicking game, though. <laughs> there you go. The punter and the kicker. That's uh, Somebody said that in the chat. Were the punter and the kicker like the only two good things? I mean, somewhat, other than Quay Walker until he made the boneheaded penalty. Abdul, thanks for Super Chat. Do you see Sean Ryan playing, whether guard or tackle? Well, he won't play tackle. He hasn't run a tackle much, if at all. Um, I said my gut reactions. I think there's no way he's worse than Newman as an option. No chance. Tyler, thanks for Super Chat. 
Shout out to Dobbs for showing up. Love that guy. Yes, Tyler. I mentioned that in gut reactions as well. He had a game, man. I love Romeo Dobbs. He is a fucking player. Soder, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. The O-line is held together with Band-Aids who are fixated on throwing the ball. Why have Love be stationary target against that defense? Dude, you were on watch party. You heard me all night. Move him. Move the pocket. For the love of God. They, he was a stationary target. They had a stationary target on him. They knew where he was going to be every single play, and they just ran over the offensive line on their way to the quarterback. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Drove me nuts. Porkmaster, what's up, man? Last year versus Dallas and the year before versus Arizona, Matt LaFleur had great game plans, so we've seen him do it. How can he be so off, Matt LaFleur, man? This is a bummer. Sometimes guys have blinders. McCarthy had them. Matt's definitely got them. Hell, Holmgren had them. You know, like some guys just, you know, there are certain aspects or certain opponents or certain matchups that they're just blind to. Who knows, man? Ponies, thanks for the super chat. Why even start Jones tonight if you aren't going to establish a run from the start? Sorry, late to the show. Offensive line is going to be struggling now as well. Oof. Yeah, the, the Jones thing is tricky because you don't know how much he's able to go full throttle. I know they're they've got him on a pitch count. But yeah, if he's good to go, and as they always say, if you're good, if you're cleared, you're going to play. If you know he's going to play, utilize him. And I know on that first play, off schedule, Jordan's going to the right. He tries to hit Jones late, drop, you know, incomplete, whatever. But after that, it was all like nothing but Aaron Jones was an afterthought. It's like, he's what makes you go. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Flambeau, what's up? LaFleur seemed furious about the run defense. Do you think Barry's job is actually in jeopardy if the Raiders run all over us, or is he gone tomorrow? He's not gone tomorrow. Come on. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat. Aiden H dances like go pack go forever. I don't know. I don't know who that is, Cheeto. Thomas, thanks for the super chat. Do you think Matt's reluctance to run the ball is a lack of faith in the O-line and the run game in general? Somewhat. I mean, he sure sounded like a man who wants to run the ball after the game, but, you know, after the game is not the time you set the precedent. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm sure he looked at, as I said earlier, I'm sure he looked at the matchup and was like, ooh, this doesn't favor us, and that's true. You still got to do it, man. You still got to run. You still got to try. For Jordan's sake, if nothing else. Uh, Andrew, thanks again, man. What I meant about my concerns about safeties and teams was going into the season those were my top two, and teams certainly seem to be living up to that. Safety looks okay, and Savage is stepping up. Yeah, I mean, teams teams is an issue. Floyd, thanks to the Super Chat. Super sticker. Appreciate you. Abdul, thanks to the Super Chat. Lions ran for 3.8 yards per carry. It felt a lot worse, though. Regardless, defense dealt with two short fields. Was this on offense? Oh, 100% on the offense tonight. No question about it. You talk about a complete lack of complimentary football. Like, my thing is, it's always situational with Joe, right? I understand his philosophy. I understand what he's trying to do schematically. But the fact that when the team is finally in the game, it's the second half, and you know they want to burn clock, they want to just keep running the ball, maybe a play-action shot here or there, you don't do anything to dictate, bring guys into the box, run blitz at the snap of the ball, something to crash and, you know, clog up those running lanes anything to try to dictate to them rather than 
oh, you know, they got a two down lineman. And then the quarterback's back there in the pocket like, are they are they really going to run this? Well, okay. And then he calls an audible and hands the ball off and first down. I mean, it's too easy. It's situational with Joe. That's what drives me nuts. Drives me insane. Tommy, thanks for the super chat. Love this community. I am calmer now among friends. That's why we're here for you, Tommy. Hey, man. A lot of season left. A lot of ball game left. No doubt about it. Thomas, thanks for the super chat. Josh Myers. Oof. Yeah. Another rough game from Josh. I mean, he looked poor against Detroit last year. He looked poor against Detroit tonight. He does not handle that front well at all. Abdul, thanks again. Is it possible Quay didn't know the rule about jumping, or was this intentional? That's an excellent question. It feels like, from what the way Matt talked about it in the postgame presser, sure feels like he didn't know the rule. Why the fuck doesn't he know the rule? That's on the coaches. That's pretty simple. Or, I'm sorry, on the coach of the special teams. That's literally why they're there, to inform the players of the rules. Now, I'm not, like, look, don't get it twisted. I'm not excusing Quay. You're a player in the NFL. You should know the fucking rules. But it's also up and incumbent upon the coaches to reiterate and or underline italicize the rules. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. I love the continuous fight in this team. I'll, I'll give you that, man. Second half, they made it a game. I mean, it's no moral victory, but hell, we've seen, hell, we've seen LaFleur teams who got down the way they did in that first half. They never would have come even close to back. So, yes, I agree with you there. Robert, thanks for the super chat, man. Lions were 1-6 last year to start as a young team. No reason we can't make similar improvement as a younger team. I like your thinking, Robert. I like where your head's at. It's true. They can turn things around. They're sitting there at two and two. That's not a horrible start to the season. The issue, the problem, the, the, perhaps if you will, you know, thing in the back of your mind that goes, I want to believe that, but dot, dot, dot is, is we keep seeing the same shit from the coaching staff. Yeah, young team. No question, young team. But these are all problems that were there when it was an old team. So if the problems persist from old to young, you think you know where the problems are. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, my God. This is great. Um, sorry. Jack, thanks so much. My dad's pissed at love. Tell Doug to calm down. Doug, Doug, Doug. Jordan's young. He's trying to operate in the offense, and they couldn't block a lick. I know you know this. The offensive line is the most important aspect of the offense. Everyone loves the quarterback, loves the receivers, loves to throw it down the field, all over the yard, etc. Man, Jordan Love couldn't like breathe in the first half. And he turned it a little bit better in the second half, but Doug, relax. John, I love this. Coffee Town would stop the Lions running game. <laughs> Shout out, Coffee Town. Ponies, thanks again. Listen, look at last week with the Texans and the Cardinals. Both have young QBs. Both ran. You have to have something 
of a run game attempt. You can't have 12 attempts, period. You're preaching to the choir, man. Couldn't agree more. Cheeto again, what's up? I feel like Joe is playing the odds instead of playing the game. Hey, chug your beer. I'll do the same. Love you, Nags. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. How's that? Let's go. Soder, how you doing, buddy? Matt LaFleur, very retrospective in his approach to the run. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Braden, thanks for the super chat. I think a, it's a tempo problem with the offense. We move the ball a lot better in hurry up slash two-minute offense. 25 needs some big returns again this year. I mean, he almost busted one, and then he got that penalty. And I'll say, you want to talk about you know, the run game or Matt LaFleur and the offensive approach and all that. And that's all a problem, right? But the other problem is Keyshawn, I don't do fair catches. Nixon continuously trying to run it out from the end zone and getting tackled at the 1920 yard line and putting them behind the sticks again. Like they had so many drives that started like inside their 20 because of these ridiculous attempts at a run back. I understand we all want him to bust one like he did against Minnesota. I understand that's what he wants. At some point, and it feels like maybe Bisaccia did this, but at some point, don't don't you have to, as a coach, say, Keyshawn, we love you. We think you're brilliant. But you got to stop because you're just putting us in bad situations. You know, and we love it when he busts one, and I get it, man. It's so exciting. But, man, he Keyshawn's attempts to bring it out of the end zone continuously for a stretch there – hurt the Packers tonight. Make no mistake about it. Uh, Parkmaster, what's going on, buddy? I'm making a generalization. Okay, here we go. Barry calls plays like he's up 21, and Matt plays play calls like he's down 21, regardless of the score. I'm kidding, but not fully. You're not kidding, because you're pretty spot on. That is not incorrect. That's pretty close to the truth. Lucas, thanks for Super Chat, man. I hope we start drafting O-line in first and second round. <laughs> Now, now, I hear you, but uh, yeah. Mike, thanks for the super chat. Carry the G in Stevens Point, please. I'm working on it, Mike. Mike, I want nothing more than the western part of Wisconsin to get Carry the G. Trust me, I am dying to make this happen. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I got more work to do. Um, I really appreciate everyone hanging out, talking Packers, even after this horrific loss. Look. There's zero doubt the Lions are just a better team right now. Like, you can just burn the tape because there's nothing that tape's going to tell you other than that you need to get tougher. Nah, that is point blank. So hopefully this little mini-buy stretch going into Vegas helps them heal up, get some things sorted about their approach. They can get a win in Vegas and then enter the bye week sitting at 3-2. and two. That's the hope right now. Um, but look, it's a long season. How they look tonight is not how they're going to look in December. They could go either way. Yes, you are correct, all you naysayers. They could become worse. There's definitely not even close to the bottom reach tonight. But I suspect Matt will have them on the right track coming out of the bye week. Hopefully Vegas ends up as a W. Sitting there at 3-2, and two, get even a little more healthier, and then go on the stretch for hopefully a run. And playoffs are still not out of the question here. Let's go. A lot of ball game left. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Really appreciate you staying up late. Uh, I got good, bad, and the ugly to get to. In the meantime, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans 
worldwide.